This is not the time to get distracted. And this is not the time to go off course. This is not the time to lose your focus. Got a word to do for the Lord. The Believers Walking in the Way of Righteousness is now on the air. Our goal is to awaken you from the tradition and the errors of religion and bring you back to the simplicity of the gospel of Christ. If you have any questions or are in need of prayer, please stay tuned until the end of the broadcast. We will give you our website and our mailing address. So at this time, it gives me great pleasure to bring to you our minister, Brother James Ware. God bless you. Truly, we thank the Lord for being here another day by way of radio. I count it a blessing as well as a privilege to be able to come to you this day by way of radio. We thank God for what the Lord have done, what he's doing, what he's going to do. Thank God for how he's doing it. Amen. We thank the Lord for the beautiful weather that we are having. Amen. We thank God for just how he's blessing all the way around. We know in spite of this, in spite of that, guess what? He's blessing you. You have a mindset to hear what thus says the Lord. And that's the thing right there, having that mindset. Amen. And he will do the rest. Father, we thank you. Father, we praise you. Father, we honor you. We thank you for this opportunity to be able to share a word with your peoples. I ask you to move in a special way. I ask you to decrease in my life while I increase. Lord, that I come away from that which you would have uh, me to think, believe, or to know. But God, you speak through me that I might not be glorified, but your word might be magnified. I thank you for what you're doing. I thank you for what you're going to do. Now that one, that one that <clears throat> feel they tune in by accident, let them know it was your will, your plan for them to hear what thus says the Lord. And to the one that was waiting faithful, God, ask you to encourage them even the more that they may go forth and be the peoples of God that you would have them to be. Father, we thank you. We praise you. We honor you. In Jesus Christ's sake, amen. Amen. We thank God for you, you, and especially you. We thank God for what the Lord is doing, how the Lord is doing it. Amen. I do. I do. Sometimes we can't figure things out, and it ain't for us to figure out because our little bitty brain, and we're dealing with God that able to do abundantly and above that we can imagine, you know, even that he can do through us as an individual. Uh, we want to say, by way of announcement, looking forward to 
meeting some of you and seeing some of my older friends um, on July the 30th, 31st as well. We will be at the East uh, Washington uh, Legacy Center on 1828 Washington Road, East Point, Georgia. We would love for you all to meet me there. 730 uh, that Friday night, 12 noon. So those of you that say, I don't drive at night, you can meet me there at 12 noon. And then on that Saturday night, on that 31st, we have a uh, entertainment uh, time. We will have gospel singing from the Union Male Corps and from the Smith family uh, group, Champ and I, and uh, Dr. Reverend Bishop Rapper, spiritual rapper. And headlining would be Ola May of Greenville, South Carolina. So I'm saying, come out and be a part of that, and it will be a blessing. Uh, most of all, it will be a blessing for you to come to hear the word, what God has put in my heart to give to you on that at that time. Amen. Uh, I got a couple of phone calls, and, and of course, I try not to address certain things on the radio that I talk to different peoples about, but this stayed on my mind, and we misquote scriptures and we make scripture fit to what we uh, want it to be and uh, doing that is a sad situation when the people's proclaiming to follow the scriptures and they add to the scripture that's one of the worst things you can do you mislead so many people and the bible let us know that we're going to have to give an account and the day of judgment for those things that we are doing in the name of the Lord. So I was, I've been mindful of that. That's one of the reasons I never, I thank God for, I never had a mind set to be jealous of another preacher uh, because even if whatever he or she's saying, okay, it doesn't matter they're going to have to give an account to God. And if they can say it better than Brother Ware, then guess what? It all belongs to God. It ain't got nothing to do. I just need to do the best that the Lord is telling me. And if I do the best that the Lord is telling me, that's all I'm required to do because if I do anything different, then it will become a problem because I'm no longer now doing what God would have me, but I'm doing what man would have me to do. And uh, the person, uh, two peoples, two different peoples call, and they say, well, Brother Ware, uh, I wish you would talk to this preacher. Well, I, he don't give his, um, he didn't give his telephone number nothing that I could call him and talk to him, but he was saying on the air that the Sabbath, is a do-good day. 
Well, we do good all the time, believers. We should as believers. Okay, as so-called Christian, you should do good all the time, not just a day, a particular day. But we can't take that day out of context. Uh, and, and so because of that, then I prayed about it and prayed about it, and I probably ain't not going to get through with it today. But I'm going to have to address it because I don't want people to be misled. Uh, some way we, the, the enemy is taking us away from the commandments. Now, I want you to, I'm starting off telling you, I don't teach the commandments saves anybody. Do you understand what I'm saying? There is, uh, you can keep the commandment, but if you never repent it, well, first of all, you can't keep the commandment and never repent it, but within yourself, you can say that I keep the commandment and, 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 and you never repent it, and you're going to be saved by doing so. No, it doesn't work like that. No, ma'am. No, sir. It doesn't work like that. The commandments of God is a guideline for those that are all believers. It's a guideline. We that are saved, we don't need the law because the love of God, loving God with all our heart, soul, body, mind, is what keeps us. The love of God and the loving your neighbor as yourself. Those two things alone keep you. It's greater than anything else that you read in the Bible. I'm not adding, I'm taking away. Jesus saved you plus nothing. It ain't Jesus plus how many times, what name I was baptized, what name I used. No, ma'am, no, sir. All those things is wisdom and knowledge in your walk with Christ. But when people go to taking scriptures to try to come up with something new or something sounds good, then what happens is they cause a lot of people to error. Yes. Now, uh, the scripture that they use, and I'm going to base mine off of what I'm going to teach, I'm going to start with, because they said this is 12th chapter of Matthews in the 12th verse. It says, how much then is a man uh, better than a sheep? Wherefore is it lawful to do good on the Sabbath days? He didn't say it was lawful to do good on the Sabbath. He asked a question. And we take that the, uh, again. We took that the wrong way. He, he said, now, and if you read up above it, it was a man uh, that was among you. It was greater than the sheep fall in the pit on the Sabbath. Will he not lay hold and, and pull him up? How much then? Is a man better than a sheep? Wherefore, it's, it is lawful to do well on the Sabbath days. Okay? He's saying it's just lawful to do the right thing, folks. Not a, to do good day. And then um, another scripture uh, on that, of course, 
And and the reason I'm giving that because I'm finna I'm going to leave from that. In three and four, it says this. And he said unto them, Is it lawful to do good on the Sabbath or to do evil, to save life or to kill? Okay? But they they held their peace. They didn't even say nothing about it because they didn't want, they didn't know how to operate uh, uh, on the question. And you find that a lot of times when Jesus asked questions, when they would ask him, he'd turn around and ask them. But what we are basing on today is I'm basing the, uh, the scriptures on this. And this is what Brother Ware would be teaching from, is Matthew's, the fifth chapter, in the 17th verse, okay? Fifth chapter, 17th verse. And it reads as follows. Think not that I am come to destroy the law or the prophet, okay? Or the prophet. I am not come to destroy but to fulfill. For verily I say unto you, till heaven and earth, not one jot, or one tittle shall pass uh, on this wine, pass from the law, till all be fulfilled. Okay? Now, the reason I'm, um, and I'm basing it on that, that will be my teaching for today from that, which means this, I did not destroy the law or the prophet. I don't know. I really don't know why peoples are, uh, I don't, I don't want to use the word gullible, but I know a lot of things we did, we did because of our grandmamas, our great-grandmamas. I have one uh, great-uncle. It's my mother's uncle. They're still living. And uh, he made a statement to me. Uh, I was about to go fishing. I went down his house, and he said, man, it's Sunday, and uh, you can't go to fishing on Sunday because, boy, that, that's the wrong. And, and, and his wife just happened to say, well, no, I'm like a nephew. Uh, the Sabbath is the day. Now, let me tell you something, believers. The day don't mean nothing if you're not converted. If you're not converted, you might as well, the uh, Scripture says, uh, one man regard one day above another day, and another, some look at the same day the same, look at another day the same. Now, here's what I'm saying. When we get caught up on a lot of do's and a don't, we miss out on the grace and the mercy of God. We miss out on what Christ has done in your life. Why? Yes, we got to have rules and regulations. I know we don't like them, but the rules and regulations came by God himself. He, the rules and the commandments of God came uh, by him, not by no man. Ain't no man. You, you, when you go back in the scriptures, when we go back, and we find out about it that when they left 
uh, out of bondage in Egypt. Now, you say, but I ain't been in Egypt. But when you was in sin, you was in bondage. And you didn't even know you was in bondage. You lived according to the flesh. Whatever feel good for the flesh to do it, you did it. Now, that flesh that you was living according, if you had to continue, then you would have lost. You would have been, you would have died lost. Only if that person repented what they would have had eternal life. The only way you get eternal life is you repent and make Christ Lord of your life. Now, it ain't according to James Ware teaching. It ain't according to no other preacher teaching. It's you repent of your sins and having about faith. You say, well, Brother Ware, no, no, no. Here's, here's what we are saying now. We can't extend one commandments over the another one. Because the same God that wrote the commandments with his finger, according to the scripture, let me, I don't want to keep going and not giving scripture. So now when we uh, go to uh, the, the commandments and see how that it was written in Exodus, okay, Exodus 31 and 18. Please write these scriptures down because I'm going to be hitting a, a few more others. Then you can study it once we're gone. Am I trying to get you to go to church a certain day? No, I'm not. Am I trying to get you to do this or to do No, I'm not. I just want you to be led of the Spirit of God. And when you be led of the Spirit of God, then you can't go wrong. You will have life and that more abundantly. Okay? And uh, Exodus 31 and 18, and he gave unto Moses when he had uh, made the end of his communing with him upon the Mount Sinai, two tablets of testimony, uh, stones written by the finger of God. That's your Bible and my Bible say the same thing. God wrote the commandment. You say, but brother, where? Wait a minute. When I remember, you know, a lot of you all look at TV, and when you look at TV, you got a concept. That's the way it's supposed to be. Now, they, it was similar to that, but uh, if you look at uh, Charleston Hester, I believe that was the guy's name, uh, did Moses, they had his watch on, on one arm, and they hadn't even pulled it off, and, and most people overlooked it, okay? Uh, but anyway... It was somewhat right, close to being right. But here's the thing. When Moses came down, yes, he got angry. He destroyed it. But the Bible teaches us that even after Moses destroyed it and after God wrath got upon the children of disobedient, then he said, Moses, look at him. You got to come back up there because I don't want you to get rid of him now. And you can read this as well. And Exodus, the 34th chapter, okay? In Exodus, the 34th chapter, just after Moses had came down, listen, and, and I'm not going to be able to read all the scriptures. I'm going to have to hit them and quit it, all right? Um, Moses uh, hewed now, listen, he hewed now two tablets, a stone like of the first one, 
and I will write upon this. Again, God saying, you hewn it out like the first one, Moses. In other words, you get me two tablets of stone, and you bring it up to me, and I will write upon them tablets of stone. This is what the scriptures say, uh, the word uh, that were on the first tab. In other words, don't, because uh, Moses, if you write it, you might mess up. In other words, let me write it. And, okay, and on down, the Bible say in the second verse, he say, and be ready in the morning to go up uh, to Mount Sinai and present thyself unto me in the top of the mountain. Third verse, and no shall come, no one shall come uh, with thee, neither let us, any man, I'm sorry, neither let any man be seen throughout the mountain. In other words, I just need you up there, Moses. And it went on. A fourth verse. And he hewn out two tablets of stone like the first one. And, and Moses rose up early in the morning and went up to Mount Sinai. And the Lord uh, commanded him and took, took in his hand the two tablets of stone. So now, wait a minute. This the second time. The first time, Moses, yeah, you wrote, I wrote it, but it broke. And you know what? Somebody could have said it wrote from the, that broke off and nobody wouldn't have known. I don't know how many pieces it broke into, but it broke. So in order to get it right again, God was so sincere about us observing the commandments of God. He said, come back up there, Moses, and I'm going to to rewrite it in order for you to know. See, I don't understand how can a preacher have all this knowledge and, 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 and manipulate peoples into giving money, a certain amount of money, paying tithes, as you call it, to the house of God, which he no scripture. He used Malachi 3 and 8, but when a person is converted, you don't have to give them and manipulate them. They're going to give anyway because they see God have blessed them and they know you can't outgive God. So it's not going to be a problem. But because of the fact that these same preachers that, that manipulate you on the money, then they want to tell you, oh, we ain't under the law. We ain't got the word about the commandments. Folks, that's deceitful. You must worry about, if, if I didn't, I see a car that I would like to have or a truck that I would like to have, I would go, I could go and steal it. Well, if I went and stole it, I'll wind up getting shot, killed, or in jail. Bottom line. You know why? Because I, the Bible not told me, thou shalt not steal. So as it is with killing, so it is any other one that you name. The first four is to God. The last six is to your neighbor. Oh, yes, yes, yes. We can't get around. Now, we, we, we be hypocritical, and, and we got this day set aside, the Mother's Day, the Father's Day. Now we're coming up with the Father's Day. Listen, you're a father, three, if you're a real father, you're a father 365 days of the year. You don't uh, worry about one day. But I understand, but that's the world. So that's the world way. But we as believers should be going totally different. 
we get a job, we know we got this job, and this job give us guidelines. We got to report at certain places. We got to do whatever we required to do, and you do that only because of the fact you wanted the job. And because you wanted the job, then they might tell you you have to come in at 6 o'clock, 7 o'clock, 8 o'clock. I don't know, but that's guideline. And then they tell you you can't wear certain things. But when it comes to Christ, when it comes to righteousness, then we want to throw it out the window. Well, we really don't have a problem with a couple of them. Uh, but a couple of them, we, it just get all up in our, where that commandment, brother, where that was for the, that was for the Jew. That wasn't for them. Well, again, we can see that that person have not read. The Bible let us know that when they come up out of the Egypt, it was a mixed multitude. You understand what I'm saying? It wasn't just the Jews. It was a mixed multitude. That's what the scripture said. I tell you what, I'm going to have to go on break, and when I come back, I'll give you that uh, the scripture so you can read it yourself. So you won't say, oh, that's Brother Ware's opinion. I ain't never read that. It was, it was the Jews that had to do this and had to do that. No, I'm going to show you some things that whether you accept it or reject it, I don't want you to be in dark no more. Amen? Amen. So get ready to write these scriptures down. All right? God bless you. Praise the Lord, my friend. Brother Ware will return shortly. I would like to take a minute to invite you to pray for the believers walking in righteousness and minister Brother Ware. We thank you for listening and would be really grateful if you would let a friend know about the broadcast. If you would like to contact Brother Ware for a speaking engagement or any other correspondence, please call 404-293-7557. Again, if you would like to contact Brother Ware for speaking engagements, please call 404-293-7557. Please stay tuned until the end of the message for all contact information. We will be taking questions and comments in the second half of the broadcast. For questions and comments, we invite you to call 404-355-8699. That's 404-355-8699. And now, let's welcome back Brother Will. We are back. Amen. 
as he said, 4423. Uh, hold up, hold up. Let me try that again. 4435869999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999
when the drought going for years, that means everything that you can see that's got green in it, it done dried up. So these peoples couldn't eat they, even the little savings that they had. It was wiped out. Why? Just to eat. So the only people that had stuff is because God allowed Joseph to be sent there, and God dealt with Joseph, and Joseph uh, was the preserver for God's people. So they came, but other peoples also came, and they didn't have nothing, so they sold themselves. They traded, well, let us just work for you, and at least we'll have something to eat. So they became volunteer slaves. Uh, it's no different from what we had when they called working on the havel. When I was a kid, I used to hear tell of families that's working on the havel. And the havel was he was supposed to work the crop for half, and the other people, uh, they, they lived off the crop for half. But what the, the uh, man did was he, because they didn't have any education, so he said, well, I had to get you some shoes. I had to get you something to eat. And by the time the crop come in, he, ain't, he don't have anything. So he got to work next year uh, to make up for what he lost. They broke even. So now in order for him to have something, he got to do another year the same way. Well, the other year come, then they say, well, we got to give you some meal. We got to give you some corn. We got to give you, a, at that time, the pig and the and a piece of beef, uh, the leftovers, or whatever, you know, and that's what the people did that uh, come out of slavery because they didn't have education or whatever. Now, here's what I'm saying, believers. Those people did the same thing. Way back then, they did the same thing to get break free when they come out, uh, when they went there, I'm sorry, they didn't have nothing because they was in bad shape, okay? Now, the Lord had dealt with uh, Joseph and had showed him the direction on how to save and how to preserve. Now, when God gave, before, I want you to get this. First of all, before he even gave the commandments, if you look at the second chapter of the book of Genesis, we don't like to uh, talk about it, but let's just go to it. Second chapter of the book of Genesis says, And the heaven and the earth were finished, and all the hosts thereof. And on the seventh day, God ended his work. Not the first day. I know we heard that all our life. I know we heard this and heard that, but I'm making a point. Please don't shut your ears. Don't turn away until you hear the conclusion of the matter. On the seventh day, God ended his work, which he had made, and he rested on the seventh day of all his work, which he had made. And listen, this is very valuable, this next verse. And the Lord blessed the seventh, the seventh day. He blessed that day. And he sanctified that day. Sanctified it. Because that in, the, in it has he 
rested from all his works, and God, uh, and God created and made. He rested from all his work, from all the. Now we can say every day is the same, all we want to. Every day is not the same. Okay? Does it say you got to go to a building on the Sabbath? No, it doesn't. It doesn't say that. I know that my brethren that's in certain church, they'll tell you that you got to go to this building on the Sabbath and you got to do this and you got to. But it's good to do good. Okay? And the Bible does say, forsake not your summon yourselves together. So even before, that was just one time. Wait a minute, wait a minute. We don't want to get too far. And after they left, okay, after they left uh, Egypt, before, again, before the commandments was given, before they ever heard, remember the Sabbath to keep it holy. Remember, before they ever read, remember the Sabbath to keep it holy. Even though before they had written, 30, uh, 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 as we were saying, 3118, that God written it with his finger, before that, remember when they started, they got hungry? And when they got hungry, what happened? God says, now, you know what? I want to see will they be obedient to my word. Even though I know that they're not going to do it, I already know they ain't going to do it, but I got to at least show them. It's kind of like when you're raising your children. You already know that that baby, you tell it, uh-uh, I remember this so plain. I know we, we don't have heaters and stuff like we did back in the day. But uh, in the in the midst of it, they would say, don't touch that hot, hot, or don't touch the end table uh, to get the stuff off the end, the little table. But the the babies want to check you, want to try, want to see. And in the midst of them want to see, you know what happened? They wait till the adult turn their head and the First thing they'll do is they'll do what? Touch it. And then when you get burnt, <laughs> then it's a problem. But when you read in the Genesis, the 16th chapter, now this was before, again, the commandment was given. God, he honored that Sabbath so much to, for it to be a blessing. When they was being rained down, uh, uh, matter from heaven, okay? And you can read it. I don't have time because i got a lot to cover and look like I'm going to have to go next week anyway uh, to part two which because I'm sure I'm not going to get through with it. But in Genesis 16th chapter, uh, what I said, Genesis, I apologize, Exodus the 16th chapter and around the 29th verse, write it down, um, I said, 29, I'll go with the 28. Because the Lord said unto Moses, How long refuse ye to keep my commandments and my laws? So he began to tell the peoples. Now read that when you get a chance. See, the Lord had gave them the Sabbath even before. Not, not 
afterward, but before. Now, the purpose of that was he fed them. If they had a took, uh, you know how we get greedy sometimes, get two and three, uh, uh, what I want to say, uh, if we eating uh, hamburgers and we get two of them and we can't eat but one, say, oh, I'll say the other until later. Well, guess what? It would, worms would come out of it and it would spoil. Now, you can read that in this 16th. Uh, in the 15th, uh, yeah, in the 15th chapter, uh, the 16th chapter, and it will tell you how the worms would come out of it. But guess what? On a Friday, you could get a double portion, and you got a double portion, and the worms didn't come out because they wanted he wanted you to have something on the Sabbath. Because he didn't want you to go out searching for nothing on the Sabbath to eat. He wanted you to have it already prepared. Now, back in the day, because we was, again, working on a havel, working on slavery, the Caucasian man said, well, you do that on a Sunday. I can remember my mother, grandmama, my great-grandmama. She, in turn, didn't allow you to do nothing on that day. I can remember... um, uh, my other grandmama on my daddy's side, on a Sunday, she didn't allow you to do nothing. Why? Because they had, they believed that that Sunday was the Sabbath day. And if Sunday was the Sabbath day, they weren't going to allow you. You didn't iron. You had to iron your clothes the day before. You had to cook. You had to do everything. And on the Sunday, they just warm it up and serve the food. Now, they believed that that. Now, you say, well, wait a minute, if they believe that, then, uh, but we're in a different eye. They didn't have a cell phone. If they come up out of the grave and see you with uh, a piece of something upside your head and you talking to somebody in California, they would say that's witchcraft almost. Or they see you in a car riding as, as a hot day today and you got your windows up and they'll say, what's wrong with him? You, you see what I'm saying? It's a different error for different people. But why we want to hold on to error when God doesn't open our eyes to be walking in truth. And anybody that take it and transform the word of God to make it be what they want it to be, the Bible say woe unto that individual. Because in re- listen to me, I can't put a person in hell or heaven. Why? Because I don't know where their heart is at. I'm not trying to put somebody in hell or heaven. I just know what the Scripture says. And if the Scripture says that we don't know what sin is, apart matter of fact, let me hit it. Listen, uh, let's go to Romans. We love to quote Paul until, it, until he's saying something that we don't like. Then we'll say, no, nah, I didn't want you what Paul said. But in in the seventh chapter, I know you're familiar with it, but it, it bears repeating. He said, what shall we say then? Uh, is the law sin? God forbid. Nay, if the law ain't sin. Why are we acting like it's sin? He said, for I have not known lust. Where lust is at in the Ten Commandments. He said, I would not have known lust uh, uh, except the law said, Thou shalt not covet. You got it? That's the only way I would have known what lust was. 
I had to hear it. In one occasion, Paul said, well, I take this. I, I want to do good, but Eva is present with me. And let me tell you something, folks. We need to get off of that kick. See, you can live right if you want to live right. If you allow the Spirit of God to come into your life and allow the Spirit of God to lead and guide you. But a lot of things we don't do because it's tradition. Jesus said, how be it? We hold to the traditions of men, laying aside the commandments of God. I know you're familiar with it, but it, it, it bears. That's why he talks about in uh, the seventh chapter, says this, seventh chapter of the book of Matthew. Say, many will say unto me, Lord, Lord, and shall not enter into the kingdom of heaven. But he that doeth the will of my Father in heaven. What is the will of the Father in heaven? Only one thing that you can find that he made his, his appointed, his direction. There's nothing else. You, everything was created by Jesus, even man himself. Remember when man sinned, the Bible says God said, I agree me that man, that wasn't God, that was the word of God. The word of God repented. That's why he could make that statement that he made in the book of, of Numbers. Uh, 20, uh, what I said, Numbers 23, 19. That's why he can say it repent. Neither is he the son of man that he should repent. Okay? The word of God is what made everything, according to St. John, the first chapter. The word of God made everything. And who is the word of God? Jesus. That's what the Bible tells us. That ain't what Brother West saying. I'm not adding nor taking away from the scripture. So if God's word is the creator, God's word is to repent. God don't repent. That's what the scripture said. He don't repent. Now, if he don't repent, and the, anybody that repent, it's got to be the word of God. Listen to me, believers. Now, how can we pick out what we want to pick out? How can I say, well, the Sabbath is just a do-good day? No, 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 no. We can't say that. It's wrong to say that. That it's do good all your every day is for you to do good. But the Sabbath is a holy and a sanctified day. Am I am I obligated to do it? No different than you obligated to love. If you're planning on making it in, if you're planning on doing what God said, as I told you, salvation is not in the commandment, but you can lose your commandment. You can lose your walk. You said, Brother, where? I never heard of that. Well, I tell you what, let's, let's get hit the scripture right quick, and I'm going to show you whether you accept it or not. So here's what I'm saying. According to the 13th chapter, you tell me then. I'll let you tell me. And around the 18th verse, you got four sets of seed. These are people uh, that listen. The, uh, listen. He, they, he, therefore, here's the so, uh, this power of the soul. When one hears the word of the kingdom and understand it not, then cometh the wicked one and catch away that which was sown, uh, which was sown in his heart. And this is he which receives seed and fell by the wayside. 
Some of the people, they came to church. You done heard them. They done looked at the preacher, and, man, they just couldn't do right. And, and that person, because drugs or alcohol or lust of the flesh or something, had them bound. They just couldn't get free. They broke a loose. Wait a minute. Let's go a little further. Again, this is not Brother Ware. This is Jesus himself said, But when he had received the seeds unto stony places, the same is he uh, heard the word and uh, heard the word and among with joy received it. So he received what God was saying. Oh, thank you, Jesus. I'm saved. I'm saved because you died for my sin. You shed the blood. God, you did this. Oh, but let's read on. But yet has not root in himself. He didn't have root in himself. He wasn't willing to study the word. He wasn't willing to pray. He wasn't willing to seek God's face. He just wanted to be like everybody else. Go to church and, as I heard a man say, all Christians cuss you out. You know, I, I disagree with that because I don't use profanity. I heard him saying that. I said, there's no way he can make that statement. And I know other people don't do that. But listen to me. Because yet he has not root in himself, but do it for a while. For when tribulation and persecution, listen, arises because of the word. It didn't say because of the tribulation. It didn't say because of the persecution. It said because of the word. In other words, he heard what the word said, and the word told him, you need to repent. Uh, I, I wasn't wrong. Uh, the word said, you need to walk in unforgiveness. Well, I can't forgive him. I, that, you see, because that's, that's what the scripture said, brother, sister. You got to understand what the scripture said. Because of the word, don't don't say Brother Ware is saying something that's not true. He said because of the word, by and by, he was offended. He didn't even want to listen to the. Wait a minute, we ain't finished there. And then he said, also he that received among the thorns is he that heard the word, and the cares of this world. And the deceitfulness of riches choke the word. Oh, you mean to tell me, bro, brother, where that this man was into making money? He was into getting things. He was into loving the world, not according to what people said. He was saying, I ain't got time to honor no commandment. I mean, this, this my best day is on the Sabbath, what y'all call the Sabbath. God ain't judge me. He said, because of the cares. Oh, listen to me, believers. It ain't Brother Ware was saying this. The Bible declared in first epistle of John, the second chapter, and I believe around the 15th verse, it says, love not the world, neither the things that are in the world. If any man love the world, the love of the Father is not in him. For all that's in the world is lust of the flesh, lust of the eye. Pride of life is not of the Father, but it's of the world. And the world passes away, and the lust thereof. But he that endured to the end, the same shall be saved. Let me tell you, I'm motivated by that. I'm motivated because I say, Lord, as long as I know that I'm in your will, 
I can appreciate the little bitty thing. It ain't about getting nothing big because I don't want the world to grab hold to me. And, and listen to me now, listen to me. I'm not condemning somebody that got a whole lot because it doesn't mean that everybody can handle the same thing. Listen, I couldn't handle making over $100,000 and walking for Christ. It's sad to say, but I couldn't do it. I found myself not praying, not seeking God's word, doing what I felt that was right. And all of a sudden, I can remember myself crying tears, saying, God, I would rather, I would rather make one-third of what I'm making than to make this money that I'm making and not be happy, not have the joy of you in my life. And I'm dedicated to the Lord, not to uh, trying to please nobody else, not trying to please this person and that person. And there's no way that a person can go and pick out a commandment and say, this commandment is right, and we ain't got to observe that one, but we got to do this one. No, no, no. The speed limit sign, if it's saying 55, don't tell the man that I can go 60 and you should let me slide. I done got a ticket for going 58 when it was 55. Yes. Why? Because of the fact you said, well, he was breaking the law. Well, I said, I'll take it to court. And I took it to court, and the, and the, and the judge said the same thing. How much was, what, what was the speed limit sign, Mr. Ware? It was 55. So were you going 55? No, sir. I was going 58, just three miles. He said, well, guess what? You were speeding. And I said, that's so unjust. He said, what's unjust about it? You saw the sign. You, you verified that you was doing this. So how can you say that's unjust? I said, but they usually say you can go five miles. He said, they say. Do you know a lot of people's going to stand before God saying they say it's all right when it's not all right, believers? It's not. God is yet saying that we still have to observe the commandments of God. He wrote it. He done changed. Matthew, the 15th chapter, Jesus came forth and said, Think not that I come to scrub the law of the prophet. I ain't come to do this. I come to fulfill. And anytime you're fulfilling something, in other words, if I got a glass half full and I fulfill it, I fill it up, guess what? I just got the glass filled up, but I still got the first that was there. Boy, I wish I could go further. I've got part two coming on next week. I cannot, I cannot leave this alone until I go forth in it and let you see. I, I had four or five more scriptures I wanted to bring to you, but nevertheless, I gave you what God told me. Father, in the name of Jesus the Christ, I thank you, I praise you, I honor you. I praise you for what you're doing. I praise you for what you're going to do. I ask you to bless those that heard the word that they may go forth and do and be that which you would have them to do and be. And, Father, we just praise you for this opportunity to speak to your people. And that one that is not saved, let them know, God, if they truly repent and make an about face that you will save them and they will have a place in eternal life. We thank you. We praise you. We honor you. In Jesus Christ's name I pray. Amen and amen. Listen, we would love to hear from you. Telephone number is 404-293-7557.
That's 404-293-7557. Or visit our website. It's brotherjamesware.org. That's brotherjamesware.org. Listen, I'm telling you, we're looking forward to hearing from you. Brother Ware is saying, as I always say, you don't have the problems you think you have. All you need is more faith in my Lord and Savior, Jesus the Christ. God bless you. Praise the Lord. I pray that the message that you just heard was an eye-opener and a blessing to you. If you would like to hear this message and many of our other messages, please log on to our website, brotherjamesware.org. That's brotherjamesware.org. Now, if you have a desire to contact Brother Ware for special prayer or just to be a blessing to our program, you may write a letter to P.O. Box 232, Easley, South Carolina, 29641. That's Brother James Ware, P.O. Box 232, Easley, E-A-S-L-E-Y, South Carolina, 29641. Please include the station that you heard him on. And remember, we are praying that you grow to higher heights and a deeper depth in the Lord. Remember, Ephesians 1.18. May the Lord bless you. It's too important to give up.